0: To you. Good morning. Good morning. It's great to stay up late. Good morning. Good morning. To you.
1: This is WPTF Radio, Raleigh, North Carolina. And I'm Reese Edwards.
2: Hello, everybody. Atlantic Coast Conference Tournament Basketball is on the air. This is Wally Osley. This is Bill Jackson speaking. Hello, everybody. Welcome now to Sportsline. Gary Dornberg with you. I'm Tony Rixby, WPTF News. Hello, this is Charles Carroll, CBS News. on WPTF in Raleigh. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Carolina Newsmakers. I'm Don Curtis. Hello, friends. This is Bill Friday, WPTF in Raleigh. I'm Rufus Edmiston on The Weekend Gardener.
1: Now, here is your moderator Tom Kemp. Thanks for watching this week's NC Spin. Now, here is Hank Kaiser. <laughs> yo well, that's good. This is Art Devine. This is Robert St. John in the NBC
3: Newsroom in New York.
1: The Monitor Edition of News of the World. Debnam views the news. And now, here is Mr. Debnin. Good afternoon, everyone. Yours truly, Sam Beard, and Jim Reed, and Carl Gertz.
2: Thank you, Sam, and greetings to all of our listeners. This is Harriet Presty, WPTF,
3: and Raleigh, North Carolina.
2: Wayne Ed is standing by now with a check of the latest news. WPTF News presents Regional Report, a digest of late happenings throughout the area. This is Bill Ellis. This is Jimmy Cass. For the nocturne, we send as... This is Bill Hope.
0: This is Warren Barfield with Kingdom Scott of the Organ and a program of Familiar carols.
1: Good morning, this is Phil Franklin. And this is J.C. Knowles with the North Carolina Collection on WPTF. I'm Mike Blackman, WPTF News. This is Robert Hager, WPTF News. This is Bob Farrington. Good morning, everybody. Charlie Gaddy here with Ask Your Neighbor. Mario Dale here. Fess Parker, our guest this morning here at News Talk 680. Well, Jack Boston, that was a great introduction. Everyone, great to have you with us. This is North Carolina's Morning News. I'm Brian Freeman on WPTF. Hello, I'm your friend Bart Rittner. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Bob Butler Show. And this is Ned Champion reporting. And here is Carl Venters. WPTF is the voice that shares with its neighbors what it's like to be Living the life of raw. This is Charles Osgood, wishing Mike Raley and Ann Clapp congratulations on the anniversary of WPTF's Weekend Gardener program. This is Donna Mason. on 680 WPTF. And I'm Dick Stork in the WPTF Record Vault. Good morning to you. Johnny Hood on the Southern Farm
2: Network. Well, howdy, everybody. I'm Hath Hanson. I'm Marlon Bowling reporting. I'm Ann Clapp. And this is a Tar Gardener saying, keep them growing.
1: Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Yeah, we're uh, we're back on WPTF with the Weekend Gardener Mike Rayleigh here along with uh, my friend Phil Campbell cuz she owns the place that's why we're here she's nice enough to invite us out.
3: I'm just glad to be outside. Good gracious. Oh, it nice. It's so nice after being in the studio and you are so gracious to have me over there sometimes and it you know, we it's love good to be you. in the
1: sunshine. Having having all of this uh Wonderful gardeners have uh, been it. so loyal to to us over the years and uh, helped us stay on the air for 36 years, uh, 76 if you count count John Harris's stint with the Tar Heel Gardener. So, yeah, quite a. Speaking of legendary, uh, Brother Rufus Edmonston is is sitting here, but all he's got on his mind this morning is salsa. That's
3: it, salsa and, and it, peppers. And is it
2: good? <laughs> a little a little afterburn there, Chinese. <laughs> You turned on the afterburner, huh? Uh, just, just uh, it's yeah. just exactly right. How about that? And then mine was the, the the one that I liked the best was called
3: Sweet Heat, wasn't well,
2: it? Sweet right. Heat, which the heat index was only two, <laughs> and uh, it goes up to number nine for, of course, the Carolina Reaper.
1: Are you, you going to try that before? It, try I the know I'm not.
2: No, I am not. <laughs> I'm not going to pass out in front of you.
1: Uh, well, I don't want you to pass out. No. Is that is that what Reaper does to you? Is well, a Reaper. I, I, I when I pick it, I wear or wear
2: gloves. Yeah. Well, you should. You don't yeah. want to get any in your eyes. Well, Sean can tell you that oh. you can you can actually get your hands burned yeah. slightly.
3: Yes. That's Shane. 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 Sean. Just You're call close. him whatever that's you want right. to call him. Come it. back, Shane. I remember <laughs> just just <laughs> think of
1: just think of the movie. That's yeah, that's where back, I got my Shane, name from. Is that movie. Yeah, so. it's a great movie. Yeah, yeah, Rufus, you're, you're pretty close with that. I've not had a problem when I pick the Reapers, as long as you don't break the skin of the Reaper. Oh, but then yeah. when you process it and start to cut it up, mm. you better have, I use like the thick latex gloves. Yeah, and you don't want to break your skin either. The <laughs> you know, you got to cut on your finger or something to get a little Reaper in there. Yeah. That's,
3: that's you're going to set you free. You're going to weep with <laughs> <for> the reap.
1: <laughs> so... Uh, you uh what are you uh, what have you been doing in your yard this past week or you've been just doing lost law stuff no
2: no lost stuff this week we, we, we're forgetting about that because uh, linda's been laying down the law about uh getting up and getting with it and it doesn't take a woman with a law degree to lay down the law as you well know they can lay down the law anyway and i i have uh, put out uh, fire ant poison I have begun to uh, trim the the zadias that have dropped that have dropped off now I don't if mine don't actually need it I don't I don't prune them
3: I, I, let, them, I, let, them,
1: I let them go. Yeah. We've got some at church that are they're planted under a huge tulip poplar, I think it is maybe an oak tree, but it's, a, it's really big trunk tree and they've gotten really leggy. You know they're twenty years old probably or thirty years old maybe maybe a little less than that but they I, I, we're gonna try and cut them back some but I think we just need to pull them out
3: yeah because if they're they under an, happy. if they're in a tree that has a lot of leaves then that's that's really full shade if they're under pines they get filtered shade yeah. so yeah that that's little, they're
1: getting some root competition even exactly. though they're, they're shallow rooted right so. We uh Well, some
2: it. people think that just because uh they've heard it that you have got to prune an azalea every single year,
3: no. Well, if they're doing well,
2: I never prune. Let
3: them grow. I never prune my azaleas. I never prune my camellias. I just I just don't. I mean, I don't have time for one thing, but I like the way they're growing and I like the way they're blooming. That's the way they're having And this that's too. the way it is. I mean, I don't think they prune azaleas down at Early Gardens. No, no they don't. definitely. You know, do they not. Just they just let not. them grow like no. they're supposed to grow.
1: In Orton Plantation, they have azaleas that are 150
3: years old. So yeah, I haven't been to Orton. We used to grow for them, well, they don't and then allow that you private, to go there right? It's, the it's, private, yeah. the guy bought it, and I think he's he wasn't. He's renovating do some rice. He's he doing a lot of that. They're, rice they're always uh, rice, burning, uh, yeah. burning stuff down there. So right, right. He's uh, he's renovating. It that. was sad when we couldn't go anymore because I loved going I down there. Hopefully, at and some point flowers
1: down. when he gets all of his projects done, he'll will allow the public to come back in. Yeah. But uh, you you know when you, you want to prune azaleas and camellias at the right time too if you've got to yeah. prune them. Yeah. And uh, that's right after they bloom. Yep. So you you've been doing any pruning, Rufus?
2: Well, just just, uh, the azaleas are getting out of hand and uh, cutting back the dead stalks in the hydrangeas. That's how I prune the hydrangeas. I I don't do a thing in the fall because I don't know what's alive and what's not going to be alive. Let them go through and they start coming up in the spring. If the stalk is dead, cut it out. Otherwise, that's that's how I prune the hydrangeas. Is that
1: a good way, Phil?
3: Yeah, if nothing comes out on it. Go ahead and clean it up.
1: Well, do we yeah. think do we think that uh, the cold weather that we've had a couple of weekends may have hurt any of the probably hydrangeas? Help, probably helped the hydrangeas. Well,
3: it did. Um, it especially some of the ones that are out away from your house and not as protected. Right. Um, some of the leaves, the new leaves, got, did get burned on hydrangeas, as well as um, several other shrubs that we had around here. I mean, Do you it, think it will affect the bloom of some of the hydrangeas? No, I don't think so. I think it was just <clears> that. <throat> Excuse me. I, I think it will come right back out. Yeah. The tomatoes that I had out on the table for a test uh, actually have – most of them have come back out. But now I ran water on them about 530 in the morning, so that protected them somewhat. So, you know, that's um, that was good, and, and we did see that, you know, like we said, they, they got it. They got frosted pretty well. But um, yeah, I don't think I don't think anything has. It seems like the leaves and everything have come have come on out on everything, on most most everything. From what I've
2: heard, people say they've had the best year for uh, azaleas. The yeah, best, the best year for every kind of
1: bedding plant and. and yep. It really has been
2: beautiful.
3: It has. It has.
1: And last year was beautiful, but I think this year even more so. Right. With with the
0: blooms, at least.
3: I I think, you know, and I I know I've said it once already, but I think the rain, all the rain, and then for it to dry out some, and that's what we talk about with annuals and that sort of thing, is you have to have a dry time and you have a wet time, and, and so you water really well, and then you leave them alone and let them dry out. We're at Campbell Road Nursery, and David is in Raleigh.
1: <clears throat> Excuse me, David. Good morning. Very, very interesting
3: timing. I was uh, just answered my question, I think. Um, I was asked about hydrangeas and what to do with those um, burnt pieces of,
0: um, of the leaves where I thought it was about to bud and then the cold snap
1: came. It looks like it just... Um, burn
0: those leaves on the very end so I think either
3: we should just leave those or should we cut them off? No, don't then, cut them. Uh, they're, they're just, that's normal. They'll, uh, what'll happen is the plant will come, it'll continue to come out and when it comes out it'll push those, uh, the dead pieces, it'll either be on the edge of the leaf when it comes out or either it, uh-huh. it may, depending on how bad it was, it may just push it on off. So uh, the plant will really take care of itself. great great. thank you so much and we love your show hey thank you david thanks for calling appreciate you being a part of it
1: do you all have any pine straw i know you were out people have been buying going crazy buying pine straw i'm i'm just going to
3: tell you the honest truth i told the pine straw guy not to bring pine straw for this weekend because um because we did not have room for it with everything going on and um we will have pine straw by Tuesday or Wednesday. Oh, good. So, okay. Yeah, we can still get pine straw. It was not that we can't get it. It was just that. Well, you've
1: had a lot of people buying it, too.
3: We, I have no idea how many loads of pine <laughs> straw we've sold. Yeah. Um, and what everybody tells us when they come in is we can't find it anywhere else. And, I mean, I know there's people that have it. Well, they can't it. find
1: any like yours because yeah, you, you really uh, we, get uh, the
3: longleaf pine Our straw. last load of pine straw came off the golf course. The old one of the older golf courses down at Southern Pines. Wow. So, because uh, Tony was he was apologizing a little bit. He said, You might find a few pieces in here that have been cut you might by the golf ball. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you cut never up know. Golf ball. But anyway, he, yeah, came off the golf course. I found
1: a worm snake in uh, a bale one time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He just dropped right they out. I said, I'm sorry him. about that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they he love was, to. he was but... uh, 10 inches long or something. That's long yeah. enough to scare the hell out of me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, nine, uh, nine, nine. <laughs> Poor Rufus. 919. I mean, you get emotional when you start talking about
3: snakes, yeah. don't you? You don't want to be around there I have
2: a phobia about snakes.
3: Yeah. You know, there was this one guy real quick. He, he brought used to bring our uh, tropicals and he'd bring our tropicals and then he would um, get a load of chickens and take them back to Florida. Like, like, crates of chickens not live chickens and so <laughs> he but he always kept this um when you open the door the back door of the tractor trailer he had this snake that was laying there and i tell you he you knew that snake was going to be there but it scared you every time you open that door it's like yeah. whoa <laughs> and it was it was funny he he got some good kicks out of that and that was fun Right. Oh,
2: that's it. Yeah, it's somebody else's expense, right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I interviewed the uh, the late um, great stock car racer Buddy Baker several times, and uh, I got to talk with him a lot. And he he is one of the bravest and biggest human beings, tallest, broadest guys I've ever met. He wasn't scared of anything but snakes. <laughs> he was definitely afraid of snakes. Yeah, yeah. He had some good stories about about snakes, and then encounters that he had with him yeah so uh yeah even the bravest like brother rufus i'll
2: ride a bucking bue a mule a bull just don't give me around a a two kinds of snake (laughs) dead ones and (laughs) life
3: i was gonna tell you shane um i'm gonna give him another shout out he uh he helps me a lot at the church and supports me uh, with our gardens we talk about our church gardens from time to time yeah He's helped me a lot and supported me with that, and he, uh, he's just a really good gardener. So I'm That's just great. I'm proud to have him as a friend and, and supporter.
1: Now, you all were out at uh, the family farm uh, last weekend, and Bruce, uh, I hate to tell you, but there's a huge black snake that lives out there in that patio area somewhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, we see him once in a while, and he, he leaves his skin there occasionally, yeah. too. so I'm, I'm glad we didn't encounter yeah.
3: him. Yeah, well, Ruf- Rufus. I'm even afraid
1: of it when they leave their skin. And I didn't I didn't want to tell you about it while we were sitting out <laughs> he there. He probably
3: didn't come around because Rufus was smoking the cigar. Oh, yeah. Cigar smoke. Well, well that, that would, uh, that's what the only peaceful thing. peaceful that was, sitting there on that veranda. And, and seeing the wild turkeys. The wild turkeys. Yeah, they
1: were out there, too.
3: Oh. If I'd have. If I'd have had my SUV, we would have ridden over there and seen those turkeys. I didn't want to take Melissa's new car over there.
1: I told y'all that there's a a bald eagle that that we see at uh, at one of the ponds there on the property, Mm -hmm. and uh, the foresters who kind of oversee the forestry part of it said that there are are, there's a nest and there are eaglets in it. Wonderful, yeah. So great. isn't that cool? Right, Row, right. yeah, yeah, We We knew great. we had seen one out there, so there's Went all kinds of things to see. to
3: a uh, farm just beyond Pittsburgh or yeah. on the edge of Pittsburgh on the left there. It's just gorgeous yeah. out there. It reminds well, we had me of, of Mebin. a lot of fun. Yeah. Had a
1: great meal and a lot of good fellowship. Yeah. Uh, 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. All the pollen that's, that's been out all over the cars, it's still there. It's, it's not as much pine pollen as other other things now, but it's still affecting a lot of things, including your automobile. And uh, King's Auto Service reminds you that a spring checkup might be good. Uh, items like wiper blades, because uh, they've been dealing with all that pollen too, and you probably need to change them anyway. So take it to King's Auto for that. They've taken a lot of abuse, uh, and so your cabin air filter. So you get that changed. And check the A.C., because we've had some hot weather, and it's going to be hot next week. So uh, if you have a, a Toyota Prius or some other type of hybrid vehicle, they have hybrid technicians there, too. They got it all at King's, so they're able to refurbish your high-voltage battery pack for less than the. The uh, dealer will charge to replace it. And those hybrid batteries will last somewhere in average around 150,000 miles. So call King's on Monday and schedule a courtesy battery analysis. King's Auto Service and King's Correct Lube. Easy to find at 1039 Northwest Street in downtown Raleigh and at kingautomotive.net. King's Automotive Service. Raleigh's most reliable auto care since 1946. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up from Campbell Road Nursery. It's 1024. You're listening to the longest-running gardening show on the radio. It's the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on uh, WPTF with uh, Weekend Gardener at Campbell Road Nursery, 919-860-9783. We don't have long before the the news. Phil, uh, what what were you up to? You just took the... The oregano, or what did, what was that?
3: A uh, basil. Basil. Yeah, okay. I took it over. Um, lady named Judy was calling and wanting to have something to put around. She had some boxwoods that yeah. three of so them. So she died. wants that look. She she'll get that, that look formal. for a while. Yeah. She'll get that formal, and then she'll look.
1: have to decide what else she's going to do.
3: Right. Beautiful right.
1: petunias out here today. What other what other annuals do you have?
3: Oh well, we've got ageratum, we've got begonias, we've got celosia, we've got. Uh, the, the um, double begonias there that you're seeing on that cart. Boy, there's some bright colors. Yeah, they are. And then we've got, oh um, uh, let's see, coming on down, we got Impatience, and we've got um, Marigolds, and I'm just trying to go down the alphabet here, uh, Salvia, just any kind of bedding plants that you could look for. And then we've got all of the special things like Scavola, and uh terrenia and euphorbia diamond frost and Woohoo lady just brought some tabasco pepper here good gracious oh my goodness <laughs> we, we're just gonna
1: overdose on all this
2: stuff I, yes. I didn't know that you could find that anywhere we'll
1: uh we'll be back at, from camber road in a moment say <laughs> Yeah, uh, you like that, Rufus? You know,
3: I wish I had a dance floor. For I know.
1: I I think I think that's uh, it's not my f- most favorite Motown song, but it's one of my favorites. You know, as Martha Reeves and the Vandellas in the background singing background on that song, and and Marvin Gaye was playing the drums. Oh my! Yeah, he and he, he played he played something else. You know, it was over. Some of it was overdubbed, but he he played a couple of the instruments too, in wow. addition to singing. So, uh, yeah, he, he's, he's one of my favorites. So it just kind of gets you in the spirit here. I know the Embers are starting to perform again. That's what I should have played some Embers. Uh, they're, they're out yeah. and about, and uh, so all, it always makes me think of, blue, of uh, beach music. Yep. 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. You're listening to The Weekend Gardener, and uh, we're at Campbell Road Nursery today
3: you've got a food truck coming at what time we do it should be here any minute so well, tell us um, what they're going to be Bring with them. um they're going to be having uh, mediterranean food so some people call it greek food some people call it other things but just to cover it all it'll be mediterranean um i love their chicken um uh, sandwiches well they're wrapped in pita wraps uh type thing and then they have rice and they have fries and just Lots of good food. I mean, it's freshly fixed. I mean, their lettuces and things like that are just so fresh. Mm. And they—they're uh, friends of ours, and they've only been uh, doing the food truck for about—I don't know—three months or four months, something like that. They've been down in Holly Springs a lot, and we've gone. Uh, Carlton, David, and I have gone down uh, to share time with them, and uh, we're just—we're excited to have them coming in. And it's called the Tasty Tasty Food Truck.
1: Tasty tasty food truck mm-hmm. I bet it is that's yeah. a, been a great addition to uh, the cuisine uh, the restaurant scene uh, the the portable restaurants and right we're, we're hoping that the restaurants can can all get going again and and uh, everybody's happy and they can find some folks. Uh, a lot of them were laid off, and and uh, I know the restaurants are having having trouble finding people. They to are work having now, problems so, finding people to work. So that, in addition to everything else, they've had to deal with. Um, yeah. But we we certainly hope all of that's going to work itself out. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. Now we were talking about the annuals. You saw some beautiful caladiums. Yes, the a black, caladiums they really are pretty.
3: I don't know what it is this year, but the caladiums have done the best they have ever done for us, and we've done the very same thing we've always done, but they've just done really well. And they're in a greenhouse, but I guess it's still, you know, it's, it's the sun factor and that sort of thing. And they've they've just done well. Plus, the the bulbs may have been healthier. Not quite as much rain on them in Florida. So that's uh, cuz they are grown uh, down in Florida and they have to dig those at the at just the right time and that sort of thing so uh we just got we've got really uh a really good selection of plants and like I said if you don't see something that you're looking for just let us know if we don't have it we've got lots of growing season left we'd be glad to ha- um help you find it and grow some plugs out for you and uh I'll just give a shout out to my granddaughter Taylor over there. She's uh, she just had knee surgery a few weeks ago and she's she's helping us out she's today. She's grown up. She, she I mean yeah, started. I didn't recognize she, her at
1: first. I didn't <laughs> realize it was Taylor.
3: Yeah, Taylor and then um I think Grayson's at the beach fishing this weekend. But then, Oh he's
1: a real fisherman. Oh isn't he? he is and Does he like
3: fishing better than baseball? Uh that's close. Yeah. That's real close. Yeah, he hurries, he'll hurry up and get done with baseball so he can go fish. So but, does um, he uh, does he fish with Dr. Monaco? Uh, we did we well. We went to the camp, but Dr. Monaco couldn't go last year because of the um, because of the of COVID. Yeah. But we went to the same camp, and then this year we're going again. And then um, David and Carlton are here too, so everybody's here giving so what, support. So uh, what what is uh,
1: Carlton's latest project? What Carlton's latest project
3: right was the uh, wood splitter. <clears throat> I'm not sure if he's got it. So he's building a wood splitter. He did. Yes, wow. he did. He did build. He's a, a, a genius, tree. isn't he? He, he is. is. He is. He took some old stuff that he had had all these years and put it all together and built a wood splitter. So, <laughs> mm, he's doing old. well. Doing well. Uh, Barney is in Cary. Barney, good morning.
1: You're a WPTF. I have a problem this morning? Yes, ma'am. Are you there. We. Are, I think we're here.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have a bed of pink oxalis. It's about 3 by 15 feet. It has rust really bad. It uh, The rust was coming even as it first started coming up in the spring. It's too much to spray and I was just wondering how I can get rid of it. Can I cover the ground with cheap garden soil? I know it's either in the air or in the soil. How do I get rid of it? And what can I plant in the place of it? This is in the shade. I also have purple oxalis, which gradually gets it. Uh, it the purple is beautiful, but gradually it will get this rust and some green that also gets it.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know that the rust, uh, from what I've read, uh, doesn't really use uh, cause a lot of damage to no, it uh, the o-
0: It dies back, it dies yeah. all the way back. And then the oxalis comes back again in the fall, but it will also get rust again.
1: Yeah, you need you need to get well. You say it's a lot of it, so yes,
0: a, it's a big. Yeah,
1: point. you need to get rid of of the infected parts of the plant and get it away from from the plant if you can. Uh, that the, I think that's the way you would probably help control it.
2: Well, I love oxalis. I've got it all over, all over my yard. It pops up here and there, oh, and I think it's, it's the most beautiful added. little stuff in the world. I've never had the kind of uh, rust that you're talking about, and I, I, I'm, I'm really baffled as to what, what brings that on in oxalis.
0: Yeah, I don't know, but I've had it several years now, and I just ignored it and let it go because it does come back up in the fall. But hmm. it's getting so even at in the first part of spring you have i have that is so uh, it, what are
1: the uh, growing conditions for the oxalis?
0: Well, we tilled it up and put in some uh pine bark chips and uh it's
1: yeah uh, you know it doesn't like humidity that's uh-huh. that's part of the problem. Yes.
0: Yes, but and, we haven't had much
1: humidity lately. Yeah, well, true, but it, it um, is it in a shadier area? It is shade. It
0: is shade.
1: Okay, yeah. So I don't know if if maybe you'd be better off. Rufus, uh, what about sun? Does it need oh, more, mine, more sun, mine maybe? Is just,
2: mine is out in the sun everywhere. Yeah. Okay. It, it loves well, I sun. I
0: need more sunshine.
1: I, yeah, I think I think that would probably help. Uh, you know, a lot of things will get a fungus, like crepe myrtles will right. get, uh, certainly get a fungus if they're in, in too much shade. Uh-huh. And uh, well, Oxalis I, I, loves the sun. Yeah. Well, uh,
0: does the fungus also extend to other plants
2: like azaleas? Now, azalea wouldn't get that kind of rust you're oh, talking okay. about. Okay. yeah.
0: All right. I'll just have to figure out where to put it then and get rid of what Yeah,
1: if you could if you could try planting some in some sun at sunnier area, I think it it would probably be a healthier.
0: Okay. Yeah. Thank but it's not I mean much. it's
1: not gonna hurt it, it's just not gonna look very good. Yeah. Well well it's one of my favorite plants.
0: <laughs> it is neat. Thank you very much.
1: Right. And thank you, and it speaks well of you too, Rufus.
2: Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by the way, we had a lady named Judy come by a while ago, Mike. We got Judy's all over the place. And she brought, uh, she and her husband, Jim, make all kinds of hot sauce. And this is Jim's ta- Tabasco pepper. Which he makes I was... his own
1: Tabasco. So what are you going to use that so, with? Are so you going to put some have... of that on your
2: nabs? Well, let me tell you, this thing is full for for all of us. Here's an example, cayenne pepper sauce. Here's another one, with no label on it. Here's one with secret blend pepper sauce. When
1: there's no label, that's usually the one that you have to avoid.
2: That could be uh, could be extra hot, Rufus. And here's flaming, <coughs> flaming fire pepper hot sauce. I don't know what this is. Does, what's does the name Linda
1: of? like uh, Tabasco she sauce? She
2: loves to, hot sauce. Does she put that in her puts yogurt on, too? Puts it on about everything <laughs> she eats except her yogurt. <laughs> She puts jelly in that. It puts jelly, which is, I'll have to make a run for the farmers market. But, but thank you for
1: Judy by bringing Isn't this one nice? by. Our listeners are so nice. They really are. Uh, they really are part of the family. We're, we're like a big family. So they take care of us. So you can uh, you can go home and and have some Tabasco. Well, we'll for lunch. have some of that
2: watching the Kentucky Derby today. How would that be on Maybe. a hot dog? I think it would be good. Right on top of the slaw. I think it would be right on top of the slaw. <laughs> Would be magnificent. I am would even try that.
1: Yeah, why not? But I want
2: I want to share this hot pepper sauce with everybody on behalf of of Judy and her husband Jim. She said they grow it, and I said where do you find it? She said we just grow it to give it to our friends. Yeah, Wow.
1: is isn't that nice. That's a that's a, one of you. They're sharing people
3: just like Phil Campbell and Rufus. Well, thank you. That's what Shane does too. That's how he first started out, and then everybody around here wanted some of his sauce so he was like okay well i'll just start making it and sell a little bit and so that's pretty much what he's doing he's not you know what kind of
1: plants do they bring up on the ports there uh those are hydrangeas what type of hydrangea
3: um i'm not sure what the name of that one yeah. is i'll tell you so that. okay hold on
1: yeah it just gives phil a chance to get up and yeah, run around huh? yeah come back yeah, so Pinky wing. Oh, so that'll that'll be low-growing.
3: Yes. Yes, it's not as big.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, that's that's a pretty... It's amazing how many hydrangeas there are out there now. So uh, buy hydrangeas. Put them in there. If you want something for a shadier area, instead of the oxalis in a shady area, put a hydrangea in a shady area. Uh, oh, yeah.
3: One thing I forgot to mention. Let me tell you. Yeah. Um, Dan, who works with me... His mm-hmm. so wife, Nan, is here, and she's signing books today. Oh, Remember okay. yeah, she was yes, here she was at here Christmas. Christmas yeah. Yes, heirloom. Right. So she's here today, and she's over in the gazebo. I think that's where they finally set her up. I'm not sure. But anyway, she's in the gazebo, and um, she is here today. There's so much going on right now. I'd like, okay. <laughs> well, that's the truth. Where is everybody? That's um, right.
1: We'll just settle down. Well, we're Just doing settle good. down, relax.
3: Uh, we're doing good. Well, it looks like they've Take got a, a powder.
2: Uh, is there a new edition of the Weekend Gardener out?
3: Yes. Came out today. Yes. Yes.
2: Is it the new one? A, yes. It is a new one. Oh wow!
3: Yes, they brought it over, uh, Chip. Brought it day before yesterday? You, got, uh, I think? you got,
1: them, got them on the porch.
3: Yes, they're over, over on, there. We on don't the have magazine, right? We got uh, right. Tabasco
1: all over the table here, so we don't <laughs> have room for, for magazines. Right. So you can pick up your copy there and at our sponsors' uh, place, just like uh, Phil's. You know, uh, speaking of sponsors, uh, I must garden products that uh, Phil carries and, and all the great garden centers and hardware stores. It's really amazing, all of the wildlife that uh, makes a little trip, makes a home in your yard and sometimes uh, they can, like rabbits, or squirrels, they can do some damage, deer. That's why so many folks in the area depend on IMOS Garden repellents to control animal damage. If you have uh, rabbits, for instance, eating plants like we had one last few weeks, eating some banana uh, or banana shrub tree trying to come up, squirrels digging into your flower pots, molds and voles tunneling through the yard. Imos Garden has a solution for you. They have many solutions, as a matter of fact. Imos Garden will protect your beautiful garden with natural repellents that are pleasantly scented, effective, and long lasting. Every Imos Garden repellent has been individually formulated to provide safe and effective protection. I Must Garden blends natural ingredients with botanical oils to give you the most effective repellents on the market that are easy to use and don't have to be reapplied after every rain. The repellents are available in a variety of sizes from ready-to-use spray bottles, cost-saving concentrates, easy-to-use shaker jars. It's no wonder I Must Garden has become the favorite repellent for many, many gardeners. You'll find iMust Garden at local garden, independent garden centers, hardware stores, and of course right here at Campbell Road Nursery. Protect your garden today with natural ingredients. It's a natural pest control protection from iMust Garden repellents. Earth-friendly, people-and-pet friendly, and made right here in the Triangle area. And of course, uh, again, sold at places like Campbell Road Nursery and, and the Garden Hut, Logan, all the good places.
3: And there's Pat Hudson over there. Not to interrupt you, but Pat played a significant role. In, hey, Pat. In, in uh, me being on, having y'all come over. Yes, why? Right, because
1: she was a listener, yes. and we we owe her a lot.
3: Yeah, so she. We sure
1: she, did. We're talking about you, Pat, here yeah, on Pat, the air because you.
3: Yeah, Pat kept going. You got to do it. You well, got to do it. You got to do it. And it's, I did. it's worked pretty well, hasn't <laughs> it? It has. It's worked really well, and I appreciate it. I yeah. appreciate Pat and. All that she's done to help us all these years, good gracious. She, she's made so many container gardens and done so many things to help me out and supported me. I just, I couldn't do it without all the people that are around me. Well, I'm, she
2: made me famous too, but invited me to her Rotary Club.
3: That's right.
2: That's well, you right. Why it not you have to come again? Speechifying. You
0: know, it's been a wonderful place to work. And um, I'm getting really old now, so I've resigned <laughs> <No>. 12 times. <laughs> 12 times? Yeah, she, she's Phil keeps calling and it, wow. me, and I can't say no to Phil. Yeah. yeah no, anyway. no, she,
1: need, she needs you here. I uh, need well, her support. What's growing in your garden, Pat? You got anything growing in your garden?
0: Columbine have seeded all oh. over my whole yard and everything, and that's a good thing. Yeah, that so is a great thing. So that's the main thing growing right now. Oh, a lot that's of things. Wonderful. Yeah. Um, what we do my garden club does the hospice of wake county transitions and we're doing nice. that this coming week so i'll be Wonderful. out here to get plants for that how nice
3: anyway thanks for everything yeah thank, thank you, you pat. pat thank you
1: yes indeed
3: yeah i'll be picking out some flowers mhm yeah, so you got okay. uh you got bluebirds around how are you bluebirds i do have bluebirds i've got the second um the second uh batch of bluebirds down down on the road here and they are just we took the uh, plastic off of the um of the coal frames and they are having the best time because they're they're eating all the bugs and so i don't have to put out any pesticides and that's what we're about yeah yeah
1: you do have a lot of do, do they still know that when you were in the other location they had a a nest
3: on the porch mm-hmm. of the cabin. If they come they're back still, there? Yep. That we still got the uh, box on the cabin and we've got one on the gazebo and yeah, they're everywhere. What's the secret to attracting? I don't bluebirds? know. Now, they're I, just they're people friendly, that's for sure. Because see,
1: I had always I had always been told that they like kind of open spaces and to have a their little nesting box on top of a pole or something where they, yeah. they feel
3: safe and can look around. But that's not true here. I haven't done anything special for yeah. them except put up a box that was bluebird, a bluebird box. And there was one, a bluebird box that stayed down there on one pole for about 15 years. Yeah. We, I hate to say this, we never cleaned it out. We never did a thing to it. It stayed on there until the nest. Finally pushed the door of it out, and we put a new box up there, and that's the place where they've we've had two families this year already. I, we don't do anything. Um, it's I incredible! Was, I was turning on the clock the other day to water down there where the bluebird box is, and the mama, the they had worms in their mouth, and they came and started attacking me. That's the first time I've, you know, they were just frustrated because they had worms in their mouth. They were trying to that's feed right. their babies, and I was trying to trying to turn on uh, turn on some water, but. Yeah. They loved it when the water came on because they I'm got. I'm sure they did. Yeah, because it's so dry right now. Yeah, it so, is. And the the good. food trucks here. Oh yeah, for well, the food sure. Food trailer. Wow. That's yeah, a, yeah. It's a Big it's, operation. It's really nice. It's um, it's great. So he's going to get that all set up and plugged up. And how long are they
1: going to be here?
3: They'll probably be here till about three. Hot dog? Yeah. Well,
1: they don't have any hot dogs. I
3: well, they, they just told me. I didn't know this, but um, he told me the other day. He said, we can do hot dogs and hamburgers for you. And I was like, well, I'll be. I've already told everybody you were uh, Mediterranean style. And so the next time you come, which won't be long, uh, we'll do hot dogs and hamburgers next time. Okay. So that'd be great. And we'll do a Rufus dog. Yeah, oh, certainly. Oh, yeah. Mustard chili, mm-hmm. slow and onions. That's right. Something like that.
2: That's it. With uh, a little Tabasco right. on top. That, well, I've got enough here to do that you must,
1: I must share with you all.
3: <laughs> yep. All
1: right, more of the Weekend Gardener. Not much, but a little bit more of the Weekend Gardener coming up. It's 1054. Look at that gorgeous Caladium there. You're listening to one of the longest-running radio shows in the country, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Okay, we got about three and a half minutes here. So it's all yours, Phil.
3: Well, three and a half minutes. I just want to thank everybody. That's not enough time to say all the thanks that I need to say today um, for all the blessings that have been given to me. Um, I want to thank all of our customers that have supported us all these years, even at the corner and now they found us down here and it's been a wonderful time with them. Um, I'm not saying goodbye, I'm just, it's just kind of, it's just uh, to, to have this many people that care about us and to be able to grow for these many people and have them have our flowers in their yard and enjoy them. And then all of my, um, all of my employees, I could not, I absolutely could not, um, I spoke about Maya in the office. I don't, she keeps me sane, um, and she has been a blessing to me. All of my employees, I, a lot of my employees have been with me for 15 or 20 years. Wow. I've been doing this since 1991, and everybody that has supported me, WPTF, and everybody else that continues to support me, Rufus, um, just all the kind words, all the good thoughts. I really appreciate it. Yeah. It's just, it's a blessing.
1: Well, you only took about 30 seconds well, now. You're supposed to take three minutes. <laughs> well, now, now we can we
2: can take our time to well, praise our friend Phil. <laughs>
1: Why don't we well, do Well, and that? I appreciate
3: Carlton yeah, allowing me. Us. I appreciate Carlton putting up with me because there's been a lot of hours that, yeah. and still a lot of hours and a lot of time. That He either sits down there and puts a puzzle together or watches his favorite TV show. But he has
1: hideouts, too. Yeah, he does. He goes to his man cave, right?
3: (laughs) 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 But um, I really do appreciate everybody.
1: Yeah. Well, they appreciate you. Well, we can describe
2: Phil by this little poem. True worth is in being, not seeming, in doing each day that goes by some little good, not in dreaming of great things to do by and by. Oh
3: well, I isn't appreciate that. that. Nice.
1: Who is that? Who wrote I that?
2: I just don't remember.
1: Okay, I may, maybe I you think wrote. I, it. I
2: think I made up half of that. <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, well, you're doing aren't you a good. I appreciate one. you. I appreciate you, Rufus. Yeah. I appreciate everybody. Yeah. It's, um You know, that's um my um my, There used to be this. Well, I still have it. It's a picture. It's the the poem. Let me live in the house by the side of the road, and be a friend of man. Well, in, in. That I look at that every day because it was at my mom's and I have it right next to my coffee maker on the wall and I I read that every day because I don't want to be 20 I don't want to be great I just want to help people yeah and do what I can to be their friend and okay. and help them out yeah be a and give them good friend. friends
1: yeah we all want to be a friend this show has been a friend of. Uh, WPTF has been a friend of the family for uh, you right. know almost 100 years and Yep, we protect the family. There we go. All right, we'll see you next week here on WPTF Thanks, guys. weekend. Go ah, sweet God Melissa. love. You. Yeah, that's sweet love. Right. We'll see you Grandma. next week. <laughs> <laughs>